0: You are listening to the Inspiring Your Shine podcast where you will be empowered with the truth to live authentically, abundantly, and on purpose, taking you and your business from surviving to thriving by helping you be authentically you. Welcome to the Inspiring Your Shine podcast. This is Rebecca, your personal growth mentor, and today we are going to be talking about how do you align with your purpose? This is one of my very, very favorite subjects. I am on a mission to help you live on purpose. And the way that we do that is by aligning with purpose. So we're going to be talking about some really important things today. I want to share with you one of my favorite quotes. I actually have a piece of art that says it down in my basement. And it says, the purpose of life is to live a life of purpose. And that's a quote from Robert Byrne. And I do believe that each one of us wants to get to the end of our life and feel like we mattered. Like we left an imprint on this world while we were here. But how exactly do we do that? In my opinion, a life of purpose includes these three things. Number one is doing what you're knitted together to do. Number two is doing what is meaningful to you so that your life is meaningful. And number three is serving others with the unique gifts that only you can bring the world. So I'm going to be breaking those down in detail as well as explore why so few people live on purpose. What are those obstacles that we have to overcome in order to align with purpose? So, before we get started, I want to share with you a little bit about my story of how I came to be so passionate about helping you live on purpose. So, like many of you, I wanted so badly to live on purpose. I spent years feeling lost and seeking the answer to the question, What on earth am I here for? I was so frustrated because year after year after year of my life, I felt like I still didn't really know what I was supposed to be doing. Since I was a young girl, I did know these two things. I knew that I wanted to, first of all, impact the world for good and make a difference. And I knew that I wanted to make a lot of money so that I had choices and would not be enslaved by the lack of money like my family had been. So armed with those two goals of me wanting to make a difference and wanting to make money, I definitely was a very motivated and ambitious person. I always have been. But that doesn't mean that just because I was seeking it, that I was finding what I needed to do. So we'll be breaking down all of the reasons why I didn't. I now can look back and, and see that. But I want to share with you that I was not a good student. And I would think that in school... Is the time that you have opportunities to see what it is that you're good at. I knew that I wasn't good at sports and I really was not good at academics. And there were no particular subjects that interested me a whole lot. So I really was struggling to figure out like, what do I, I don't seem to like anything except for socializing. So how am I going to move forward here? So I would say that school gave me the feedback that I wasn't capable. Because it was all based on grades of what you could memorize and do. And I just wasn't interested. So even though I did go to college after high school because everybody told me that if I wanted to be successful, that's what I had to do. And I didn't know any different at the time. So basically what happened to me is by the age of 19, I was already discouraged. How sad is that, right? But this is happening to other people too because... People are not being taught how to align with their purpose. They're given a base of knowledge and sometimes they happen to fall into something that they're really good at. But many times people are just floating out there and they have no idea what they're good at or what they're supposed to be doing. So if you don't know, how are you supposed to make decisions that are going to lead you to a place where you are aligned with purpose? It doesn't happen just that easily. So my story goes that I was struggling so much, I joined the military because my mom told me I had to get my stuff together. And, you know, I do believe that everything happens for a reason. That is where I met my husband. But as far as the military being a path to my success, it was a horrible fit. Because to be working in the government, in the military. Things are broken down to very simplistic, routine tasks, and you have to be very good at attention to detail, particularly in the career path that I got put in. And so it was a terrible fit for me, but you just don't know what you don't know. I knew that I wasn't happy. I knew that it didn't feel good. So of course I did get out, but then I ended up getting job after job after job that Was another bad fit for me. And the reason why I struggled so much is something we're going to be talking about, which was I was trying to fulfill a role that I was not equipped to fulfill. And so possibly you struggle with that too. We're going to be talking about that. What I wanted to share with you is that I had over 15 jobs by the time I was 23. And it's not because I'm not a loyal or dedicated person, because I am. It was because I was trying to fulfill this role of being somebody that I wasn't and I just wasn't finding a good fit for me. So all the way through my 20s and into my 30s, I was still feeling lost and asking what on earth am I here for? If my purpose is what I was born to do, and if we really are designed and created for a purpose, why had I been struggling so much to find mine? Why are you struggling so much to find yours? Why is it that our purpose is hidden from us? Why isn't it obvious and easy to live on purpose? Well, here are the five reasons that I discovered it's hard to align with your purpose. I'll tell you what they are and then I'll break them down a little bit. So the five reasons are, number one, lack of self-awareness. Number two is that your purpose is not a clear destination or somewhere where you arrive. Number three is that your purpose doesn't have to be some big, major, impactful calling. And number four is that your purpose is not scripted out or a map that you have to follow precisely, but it's more like a windy road full of experiments. And number five is that a purposeful life doesn't just happen. To live on purpose, you must be intentional. So let's break those down a little bit. So first of all, the lack of self-awareness. Most people are not honoring who they were knitted together to be, and they are playing a role that they were never meant to play, just like I was. So you must know and accept the role that you play. And I'll be talking a little bit more about how you do that here in a minute when it comes to doing what you were knitted together to do. But this is one of the reasons why I felt so lost because how I was trying to be what other people said that I should be, what they wanted me to be, what I thought that I should be instead of who I was naturally. And many of us make that mistake. Now, the second one is when your purpose is not some clear destination. So throughout my life, I would take every opportunity that came my way. I would walk through every door trying to find my purpose, trying to find my success, right? But the thing is, is that your purpose isn't a destination, a place, or a status. Your purpose is actually as simple as who you're being every single day. It's how you're showing up and what you're doing on a day-to-day basis that adds up to you living your purpose. Your purpose is more like a curvy road and... Along the journey, you are shaped and prepared more and more for your purpose. So if you're looking for a clear destination for you to arrive at, or for one clear path for you to take, you may miss your purpose entirely. So number three is that your purpose doesn't have to be a huge calling or impact the entire world. Purpose doesn't have to be that big. We are all parts of the whole and we each play an intricate part in the lives of other people. So we are knitted together and called by God to fulfill different needs in the world. And some people's callings may have an impact that reaches worldwide or in their communities that they live, but others play a vital role within their family or in an organization But what I want you to remember is that each of us play a vital role and no person's purpose is more important than another's. Everybody's purpose matters. And so that's a lot of times why people are overlooking their purpose because they're looking for the big idealistic thing when it is just you simply being you and fulfilling your role in the world. So Ephesians 2.10 says that we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Now, listening to this, it makes us think that we were knitted together in a particular way and God has a plan for us and we need to fulfill his plan. Well, what I want to remember when we move on to the number four, which is that your purpose is not scripted out and it's not a precise map that you have to take in order for you to get to a destination. Some people are so afraid of taking a misstep that they don't step forward at all. They create a life of sameness and they live their life like Groundhog Day. So yes, we definitely need to seek wisdom and ask God for discernment when we have big decisions to make when we're moving forward. But what I want you to remember is don't be afraid to experiment You have choices. You always have choices. But as long as you are making choices that are not destructive to you or destructive to others, then you are on the right path. You don't have to worry about perfectly living out this life that you feel God has planned for you. Now, the last reason, number five, that people miss their purpose is because a purposeful life doesn't just happen. To live on purpose, you have to be intentional. You will never fall into purpose because it is hidden by our human nature that tries to keep us from what God has designed us to do. Because life is full of distractions, comparisons, and those darn survival instincts that we have definitely get in our way. So let me share a little bit of how we need to overcome these. In order for us to be intentional, we will have to overcome distractions. And in today's world, with everything online and everything at our fingertips, everything so accessible to us, we have to be disciplined to tune out all of the noise that comes into our life so that we can stay the course to fulfilling his purpose for us. All of those things, social media, trying to keep up with what everybody else is doing, can really keep you distracted from your path. So be aware of the things that are distracting you. If it is not helping you be better, then you should definitely lay it aside. So that's a good measure. Especially if you have limited hours in your day, then refrain from scrolling on social media for hours in a day. Most of us do this, and it is just a habit that we need to break. So another thing that's in our human nature that a lot of women in particular struggle with is comparison. It definitely takes intention for you to honor your own calling and not get caught up in the peer pressure of keeping up with what everyone else is doing. You have to stay focused on your own journey. And honestly, school conditions us in this way. Because from the time that we're young, if you try to stand out, then people will make fun of you, or they make comments, and it can be very hurtful if you don't have a good self-esteem, which most of us did not have a good self-esteem when we were young. And so we get in these habits of comparison and looking to the world to give us feedback whether we're right or not. But self-confidence comes from being aligned with yourself. And when you are in alignment with who you were created to be, your confidence will ooze out of you because you won't doubt yourself so much. So be aware of how much time you are spending comparing yourself to other people. Sometimes we will hear good news for someone else and it will send us into a spiral because we will begin to feel less than because somebody else is achieving. But it is time for us to be confident in who we are and to stay on our own path To not look to the left or to the right, but to stay focused on the prize before us. So eliminate those comparison distractions. And the last one is a big one. And it is our survival instincts. So survival instincts like fear and the desire to be comfortable can keep you living a small and struggling life instead of walking by faith and stepping out into the unknown like God wants you to. Let me ask you, when is the last time you did something that you had no idea what you were doing? Most of us stay comfortable. We create a skill set and we stay within that skill set and we do not step out in faith. We do not do things that stretch us. We do not do things that aren't comfortable. So we have to be aware of the way that fear holds us hostage and keeps us small. Because God wants us to walk blindly in faith. He wants us out there in the unknown. Because when we don't know what we're doing, then we will open up our arms and allow him to help us. When we are so confident about our life because we are keeping it really small and manageable, then that means that we aren't even allowing God in. We're like, we got this. God, I don't need you right now. So if you find that you really aren't stepping out in faith often, that you aren't pursuing the unknown often, then you may want to reconsider how you are living your life. Because that is one of the ways that you need to be intentional, is intentional about staying in your growth zone. And your growth zone is the zone where you will have fear because you won't know what's ahead of you. So let's get back to the three things that you need to align with purpose. So those were those three things of doing what you were knitted together to do, doing what's meaningful to you, and serving others. So your purpose isn't something that you need to make up or create. It's already there. You were born with a particular disposition and gifts that have equipped you to fulfill your purpose. You can likely uncover the role that you play by asking yourself these two questions. So these were two questions that I did not ask myself for many, many years that I was doing the wrong things. One is, what do you love to do? And two is, what comes easily to you? In doing what you love to do, God puts desires in our hearts. You are going to be drawn to the things that align you with your purpose. Your passions and interests will be in sync with what you are created to do. So let's pay attention to what feels good. What do we do that makes us feel in flow and at ease? What are those things? Because that is you being in your power zone, and your power zone is an indicator of the role that you play. Now on the second part of that is what comes easily to you. And what I want you to think about when it comes easily is what are the things that people are always asking you for help with? Likely people ask you for help in these areas and maybe it's that they ask you for encouragement. When people are sad, they come to you to be encouraged. Or maybe you're the go-to person for uplifting spirits and making people laugh. Or possibly you are the person that they come to for answers because you have a lot of knowledge. Or you're the person that they come to when they need something built, something managed, logistics, organization. So again, back to those roles that we play. What are people asking your help with? Because if you were awful at it, they wouldn't be asking you for help with it. So embrace the things that you enjoy doing and the things that come easily to you that other people ask you for help with. So often our powers and the things that help us to live on purpose, the way that we serve the world are so simple to us. They come so naturally and effortless to us that we completely miss them as being a powerful thing. We just think that everyone is good at these things. So if you are doing something that you do not like, that makes you feel exhausted, that you hate to do, that if somebody were to ask you to do it, you would not want to do it, then that's an indicator that you are not doing what you were purposed to do. So back when I was a leader in Leah Sophia, I had grown an incredible team and I was really good at nurturing people and creating relationships. And about three quarters of my income came through my team and only a quarter came through my personal business, where for most people that was flip-flopped. They made about three quarters through their personal business and only about a quarter passively through their team. Well, I had struggled with my personal business and there came a time where my upline was trying to help me to strengthen my personal business. And when I looked at things, I thought to myself, well, they must be doing it right and I'm doing it wrong. So I began for about six months coaching with two wonderful and amazing women in my upline to help me to be more like them, basically. And that was my request. I was trying to be routine and systemized and really structured, which I am not. And so what ends up happening is that my business went from like okay to like on the verge of collapse because what happened was I took out the magic of who I was in my business and how I was showing up that even though what I was doing looked different than a lot of other people, I was using what I was really good at and what I'm purposed to do in my business. I was encouraging people, I was creating relationships, I was nurturing them. And these are all things that come really natural to me. And so I want to encourage you to make sure that you are fulfilling the role that you are supposed to be playing. Because if you are trying to do something that you were not knitted together to do, it will be so hard and you will not be happy. So one of the most important actions that successful people take is really understanding the role that they play. And I will make available to you a podcast that I did called Powerful or Proficient. And on there, it helps you to figure out your power zone so that you cannot work in a skill set only. But there are four major roles that people play in the world. One of them is being action-oriented, and those people are very structured, routine, systematic, and they usually complete things and are very goal-oriented, loving, checking things off their list. The next role is being an influencer. Now, influencers are the people that can woo people and they have such charisma and charm that people feel very connected to them. And want to be with them. They feel very drawn to them because they are very dynamic and they draw you in. Now, the next one is a relationship power. And that is what I'm good at. So relationship people are nurturers. They are encouragers. They connect people, include people. And then the last zone is thinking and The thinkers are people that have a lot of facts and figures and information. They are the go-to person if you want to know an answer to something. And of course, people like that can't build big businesses because they get really good at making sure people are informed. So what happens is that we often admire people that have opposite strengths than we do and so that's what kept happening to me is I kept trying to emulate the people in my life who were workers and who were very structured action takers and I've also struggled with trying to be an influencer which I do have a few influencing strengths but mostly I am all about relationships and if I stop trying to build relationships with people and I try to do things like an influencer would or do things like an action person would then nothing goes as well. So make sure that you know your role and you stay in your lane. Instead of trying to be good at the things that other people are good at, when you focus on doing things that are not in your power zone, you're going to waste time and energy and you will never step into your full potential trying to be something that you're not. So the second way that you align with your purpose is by doing what feels meaningful to you. You have to lean in to what you're passionate about and what you're interested in. It is totally possible to turn your hobbies and interests into cash. Have you ever heard people say the saying that says, if you do what you love, you will never work a day in your life? So doesn't it make sense for you to align the things that you're good at and the things that you enjoy doing that you feel passionate about that are meaningful to you all together to make money? Doesn't that sound amazing? It can truly be done. It just takes a lot of intention. So when you align your passions with how you make money, it's like the stars aligning and things feel so easy and in flow compared to when you're doing things that you're not meant to do. Your work and what you're spending most of your day doing should be meaningful to you. You have to be able to get behind what you're doing with all of your heart. And if what you're doing, you're doing it just to make money, to survive through, but you hate it. And it drains you and it's not meaningful to you then likely you are also not having a sense of fulfillment or living on purpose. So refuse to survive through each day and hoping for the life that you dream of to arrive. You have the ability to do what you love to do and to find a way to make money doing it. It doesn't happen overnight and like me you may have to do double duty for a time but once you stop tolerating a dull and boring life that isn't fulfilling you and you start leaning into doing more of the things that you love that are aligning you with your true purpose, you are going to feel amazing. Let me give you a few real life examples of what this can look like when you combine what you're good at with the things you're passionate about. So for instance, me, I am a relationship person, and I have learned to make money by creating courses and coaching people and speaking. So let's say that you are somebody who is a thinker, then you might love learning and teaching others or solving problems for them. So you could use your knowledge to write books, make videos, or do counseling work. And if your power zone is in action, you might like to build, to create, and then sell your goods or create a service like a party planning service. If you have an influencing power, you may love being seen. So entertaining people and making them laugh, you can do that by being on stage, in videos, online. In today's world with technology and knowledge at our fingertips, We can make a living doing things we love like never before. You know, maybe our parents didn't have the opportunities that we have, but we really do. There truly are not excuses. If you wanted to do something and create something, you could creating a business is not hard anymore. There are so many network marketing and direct sell companies that you can partner with that can help you to make an impact with the products or services that they offer. Or you can create your own virtual company and work from home. I know so many people that make hundreds of thousands of dollars working from home in their own business. So certainly here in America, we no longer have to do what our parents did and have a settle for job that you hate. The opportunities are truly endless. And if you're not the entrepreneur type, you don't want to have your own business, then you can always partner with a company and do what you love to do working for somebody else. But no matter what, align with more of what makes you feel alive and is meaningful to you. And then you'll know that you're aligning with purpose. So the very last thing that I feel like is a necessary component for you to know that you are aligned with purpose is that your purpose will serve others because your gifts are given to you, but they are not for you. There is no one else like you and you are so special and everything that you are and everything that you have experienced have further prepared you to fulfill your purpose. Your personality disposition, your strengths, your passion, your failures, your pains, your successes, your experiences, all of it gives you what you need to serve others like only you can. Not only are you knitted together to do what you are purposed to do, and you'll be enjoying what you're called to do, you also get to impact this world for good by simply being you. It's really all so simple. Do what you were created to do, lean into the things that you enjoy doing, and serve others. That's how you live on purpose. The challenge is that our human nature wants us to be self-centered. It wants to worry about our own survival, and it feeds our insatiable ego all the time. Which, by the way, is how the enemy tries to keep you small and struggling So that you never have the energy to serve other people. That is why to live a purposeful life serving others is the last piece of the puzzle. Because we are called to bear fruit that last and sow seeds that are imperishable. And the way that you do that is through the relationships that you have with people and whose lives you make better. So you have the power to change the trajectory of another person's life by activating your purpose. You might do it through teaching by helping others physically or mentally with the knowledge that you bring, or maybe by just helping others smile. Whatever it is that your purpose to do, it matters to those around you. You may never know the impact that you have on another and how it made a difference. So I want to tell you a story about Something that happened to my daughter, she just recently told me this, that she got a message on social media. She had went to school, high school, with this guy that was in IB with her, and he reached out to her on Facebook and left a message and told her this story that she had no idea that she had, she has no recollection of this. But basically, he was a very troubled person. He was highly, highly intelligent. But felt very disconnected from everyone and didn't feel like he felt in and he felt very unloved. And so, at this one event that they were having, he was sitting all alone, feeling down and sad. And my daughter Morgan called him over and asked him to join in their group and included him. That one small act of kindness that she was doing because she's a relationship person and she noticed that he was alone and she cared that he was alone. And so she invited him to come over. That changed him. And he's going on to tell her in this letter that now he works with troubled youth. And when he's working with these kids who are struggling so much, not only can he relate, but he remembers that other people stood in the gap for him and that she helped him to feel love in that moment so that he was able to continue on and now go on to serve other people. So don't discount what you can do, the small measure of what you can give somebody else that can make a difference in their life. And you know, here I've been talking about how I couldn't find my purpose and I was struggling so much. And we now know why it was so hidden I wasn't seeing it because I was looking in the wrong places, but I actually was living my purpose from the time that I was a small child because I am purposed to encourage and to inspire and to breathe life into people. And when I was eight years old, 10 years old, I would be sitting on the porch with grown women, chatting with them about their lives and encouraging them and helping them to feel lighter. And I don't know why, when I think back to an 8-year-old or 10-year-old, what could I have said? But I know and remember that I left them feeling better. And so we it doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter if it seems big or not big. Just be the best you doing the things that you are called to do. And you are going to change lives. And I want to make sure that I'm clear that you living on purpose does not need to equate to money in any way, but you can and you should try to align your work and your purpose together because that is how you're going to make the biggest impact. And likely you will get paid well for doing that. So remember, you are knitted together for purpose. You matter and you're an intricate part of God's great plan to show how much he loves his creation and the world is less if you're not doing your part. And the cherry on top is that aligning with your purpose will give you the fulfillment that you seek. Because when you align with who you were created to be, you will feel more satisfied and be more successful. So it's time for you to align with your purpose. So just to recap, I want you to know who you are and do what you were created to do. Stay in your lane and be intentional so life won't keep distracting you from being your most authentic self. To not compare yourself and to not allow your survival instincts of fear and of comfort to keep you playing small. And second, lean into what makes you feel alive. And lastly, serve others with those amazing gifts and talents like only you can. So go out there and shine bright and make a difference. I hope that this helps you to align with your purpose.